Is your new year still falling flat? You are not alone. This year, millions will be diagnosed with low energy. But Planet Fitness has the cure. Boost your energy with tons of equipment in our clean and spacious clubs for $1 down and $10 a month. No commitment. Cancel any time. Deal ends January 31st. See Home Club for details. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All because of a fancy bike? It's not just a bike. Peloton makes treadmills, too. Eh, all treadmills are the same. Our treadmills can adjust speed and incline automatically, so you never break your stride. Whether you're squeezing in a power walk or training for a marathon, Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try the Peloton Tread risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Hey, it's your boy Fred from What's Happening. I'm just seeing if you checked out Patreon yet. Ad-free podcasts, full video episodes, unedited content, exclusive merchandise discounts, early access to merchandise, vote, partake in community polls, and inspire content, access private chat, and minimum one bonus episode. What you waiting for? Tap in on Patreon. Welcome to What's Happening. I'm Brad. I'm Fred. Show we talk about what's happening. What's happening with you, dog? Shit, bro. Um, excited. We had a Monday game. So, JV had a hard-fought game. Lost by one. Almost went to OT. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, some unfortunate events were going pain. So, we'll get through that. And then, varsity played. And, we beat uh we beat them substantially by uh, like twenty points. Uh, and it's actually the first time we beat this squad. Uh, probably oh about four four or five years. So it was a good good win. Uh, and then it also puts us up I think three two on the season. So, so okay, good way to. Turn up first five games, um, but other than that, man, chilling, talking to you about trying to ditch my employer and find a new one. <laughs> oh. Hey, if you want to hear the full conversation, come to the Patreon. <laughs> it's out there. Uh, but no, um, <laughs> no, man, I'm um, uh, you know, today was was a little different day for me because usually. You know, we, um, you know, for the listeners, we record on Mondays, uh, Monday nights, and usually I work on Monday and I'm off on Tuesday. But this week, the way my schedule's working out, I'm working, I was off today on Monday and I am working tomorrow. So I got to, um, yeah, I was able to do some stuff around the house, man, that I, well, yeah, I mean, some stuff around the house, but some stuff that I needed to, you know, to get done and get taken care of. Just a little out of this stuff, a little work stuff here, a little, little project there you know what i'm saying but it was cool man it was cool you know i had a monday to myself that was peaceful shit i don't know when the last time i did that <laughs> but uh, it's a it's a weird little week for me so my boss is finally coming into town so you know i've had this job town, you kind of broke up there oh yeah sorry my boss is coming into town oh, okay. uh tomorrow and um it's funny i've been giving her hell bro Hell, because, you know, my boss is based in the Cleveland market. 
Right. Um, and you know, she's only about a three, four hour drive away, depending on wherever she wanna meet me at. But I've been on this job two years and she ain't been in my market once. And like there's been a couple times where like she had a plan to get out here and then like something happened and then like I mean, so my boss is I think oh, I've said yeah. this before on the show, not only does she have her region, but she's the senior regional manager. So she has her area and she's over all the regional managers in the US, right? So anytime there's anything happening, like she gotta go. So for her to be like out of her stores, it ain't that ain't what she do because she got she gotta handle like, the whole program yeah. basically. Yeah. She she's the top person in the US. The only person above her is our director who has the US and Canada. Like that's it. Um right. So promote you and share some of that job. Hey, bro, I've been lobbying for that for a year. <laughs> <laughs> My dog. <laughs> but no, I gave her hell because so like I said, she's a senior, she's the senior regional. They had something going on and she had to fly out to Vancouver. <laughs> and then um there was a new hire that got hired in Seattle. So while she was in Vancouver, she just popped down to meet the new hire in Seattle. <laughs> and I was like, so you went all the way to the other side of the country to meet a new hire, but you ain't come a few hours in my market in two years. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but yeah, now she, she finally lunch now. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she's finally coming into my market. So I'm I'm working Tuesday and Wednesday, which is my normal days off. But that's cool. My boss, my boss is cool. First off, let's just keep it a buck. There's a reason why my boss can can literally not tap into my market for two years and I still be a top 10 market in the US. Slight flex. Not really. It's <laughs> slight, but it's still a flex. <laughs> what we do but no man this is cool and then i'm off on friday which is also not a typical thing that i do but all good and then i'm heading down to ohio because i'm doing a little partnership event with a new hire that's down there in the cleveland market so yeah it's an active little week for me right here you know what i'm saying when you going to ohio uh, i'm driving down early saturday morning what you what you, you staying you? at night mm-hmm I'm be up in the in the in the Akron area. What you trying to? We'll talk nah, about that offline. It ain't gonna work. It's, ah. it's good, but um, I gotta go ah. drop some flooring and stuff off in my rental and pick baby up for coming ah. home for Christmas break. So oh. if you's more like Toledo ish, I might be able to slide. You know, for a hot minute. We, but we gonna miss each other again for like yeah. third or fourth time. <laughs> Hey, you know, we be trying, though, but it's just hey. like this. Yeah, hey. We gonna get it, it together it, one it of these. meant to happen, it'll happen. I mean, hell, you just passed me. You went to Memphis and back, so. Listen, <laughs> passed <laughs> you up twice. Right. <laughs> Could have brought me some uh, motherfucking cookout when you came. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know it was that good at that point. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. No, nah, man. Um, man, we got a lot to get into. We ain't gonna talk about a whole lot of topics, but it's about to be a whole lot of conversation. I feel like so. What are we tacking first? You want to go? You want to go after R. Kelly, or you want to go after BG, or you want to go after we can do BG first, other one? You know what I'm saying? Because um, we're gonna say we're gonna say the the last one for his name. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then we we'll, we we'll hit my dog next. All so right, we'll hit BG. So BG is Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner was swapped for Victor Bout. Ooh. And 
is back home in the U.S. What you, what you, wait, where you at with it? I mean, it's craziest trade in my life. Shit, I'm lucky. <laughs> Yeah, I ain't even gonna lie to you. I'm low key now. I don't get nervous about a whole lot of shit the government do. But to me, that was probably a clear cut indication we are no longer America. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, we America don't for one. We're not negotiating. You know what I'm saying with terrorists. We we don't negotiate for terrorists. Like we supposed to be the bullies. You're supposed to come through, you know what I'm saying, slide shit, pick you up, bring you back, and you rock. You know what I'm saying? He was on a 25-year sentence. It, and it is what it is. But to, to, for my thing is, if we is going to give somebody that's called the merchant of death, that is an arms dealer that supplied, you know what I'm saying, our enemies, our allies, and whoever else, you know what I'm saying? It has corrupted and manipulated, you know, shit with other countries that, you know, we're allied to or that it could have been peaceful. You know, all I'm going to get is a WNBA player. Mm. I mean, two bodies for this one or something, you know what I mean? Like three bodies. You know what I'm saying? I get we left the dishonorably discharged because people love to throw that out there as soon as you talk about the Marine that's been left over there for a few different um, uh, political terms with different people in charge. But at the same time, dishonorably You're talking about Paul Whalen for the listeners. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But dishonorably discharged or not, he's still ours. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If you look at it, if Victor Bout was a Marine, he'd be dishonorably discharged too. But they can't even got their dishonorably discharged person. He was stealing from them. He's stealing weapons. Well, I ain't gonna say stealing. They was left over from the Soviet war, you know what I'm saying? But he pretty much had planes and guns and tanks and anything you wanted to his disposal and he had the ability to drop it at a pinpoint of a dime and deliver it to you so with somebody with that type of pool and that type of power we could only get a WNBA player that's crazy to me you know what I'm saying like and, and we're not even supposed to be negotiating you know what I'm saying, on these terms. And we're negotiating, you know what I'm saying, for a WNBA player that mistakenly took, you know what I'm saying, vape pens that had basically weed or hash oil, whatever you want to call it in them, that got her locked up. We lock people up that's selling pounds of marijuana in the U.S. every day. Because it's under an ounce. Why? Because it would be a minor misdemeanor over here in the United States and some in some cities and states. Come on. Like it don't even add up. This man still might have planes and tanks and, and rocket launchers and AK-47s and all this shit at his disposal when he get out. Now I don't, you know, I ain't gonna sit here and pretend because that's the one thing I've said it on 
one of our past uh, podcasts, us as Americans are the dumbest and probably the least, mm, the least aware of what's going on outside of the United States. Mm. You know what I mean? We, you couldn't even, you could ask probably a hundred Americans to name five prime ministers or, you know what I'm saying, uh, queens or kings or whatever that's controlling these other countries and we probably couldn't do it. I'm speaking for me myself, you know what I'm saying? And only in the last recent years have I grown to learn, you know what I'm saying, the names of some of these people. But hell, Canada damn near the U.S. and 90% of people probably don't even know who the hell run Canada. I don't, and I'm, I'm telling you. So in, in all fairness, you know what I'm saying? I can't say that, you know, when Victor get over there to Russia, he, he going to he, he be let free, though. You know what well, I'm He saying? already and said they, he want to help Russia in the war with Ukraine. Well, so they're going to be a bigger problem for us. We already been supporting Ukraine. So if he going to help the Russians in the war with Ukraine, because, you know what I'm saying, once again, if I'm not mistaken, because we are dumb to the fact that no longer on our news, so we don't go and seek more information about it. But if I'm not mistaken, Ukraine has kind of flipped the coin and, and been whooping Russia ass lately. You know what I'm saying? So they went and got somebody to help them become bigger or more of a force for what? For us to jump in and spend more money to go ahead and help Ukraine some more? For a WNBA player that took a vape pen, mm -hmm. come on, it don't even add up. Unless this is unless this this the key, I might be throwing out a major key alert. Listen, if there's defense contracts that's getting ready to be on the rise because we're getting ready to help Ukraine, you might want to go throw some stocks in them. You know what I mean? Get you some bread, get paid. But other than that, what's the purpose? All right. So I think and I'm gonna say a lot here. I'm gonna try to put it, I'm gonna try to pull it all together and make it make sense. Me and you, we play in a fantasy basketball league, been doing it 10 years. Oh, I made man. fun of you on this podcast earlier this season. And I said, You gonna make sure that you draft Kevin Durant if you don't draft nobody else. Because every year. You go get Kevin Durant. That's I think I one year you didn't get Kevin Durant. You was mad as hell. Because I think you took him, shit. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the point that I'm making. Damn, I'm one seven. I just went Who can I offer you to get Kevin Durant? Exactly. Your whole Nobody. goddamn squad. Shit. <laughs> 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 no, nah, I mean, we probably put something... We could probably put something down, but I, I would be realistic in the situation. But, okay, you would be realistic, but it would take a hell of an offer, right? An act of God. It, exactly, right? <laughs> it would take something so unreal, right? And, and we, and when I say we, I'm talking about Americans, love to do this whataboutism what about this? What about that? What about this? What about that? The point that I'm making about 
about you with that Kevin Durant thing is that when it's a trade, it's two or more sides come together to make a deal, right? Yeah. And what everybody's not paying attention to is, is that Putin was not trying to make a deal to give us Paul Whelan, a fair deal. We Paul offered Whelan. Paul Whelan, the, 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 the Marine who's from yeah. uh, the metro Detroit area, who has been over there since 2018. Since 2018, he's been there, right? Which, that's a funny part. He's been there since 2018, but only now when a black gay woman gets free, people want to bring up this name. He's been there for four years. Ain't heard of him. I threw that out there. Yep, you threw that out there. Ain't heard of him. I never heard the man's name until Brittany Griner was over there. And I heard We've been trying to get this man for years. Heard that, but nobody. And see, you making that little frown on face? Mm, maybe okay. And, and that's all. I'm I'm making the face because I feel like you. Shit, I ain't never heard we was trying to get the motherfucker either. You know what I'm saying? Like I think that's what you're saying. Like shit, you ain't never heard them trying to get him. Right, but what I'm also saying yeah, is, I'm like, it's possible, but I doubt it. No, I'm not saying I doubt it. What I'm saying is because. Trump was trying to get him out. Okay. Trump was trying to get him out. He's been there since 2018. But what I'm saying is now people are paying attention to the fact that he's been over there for four years and they're just saying like, oh, Biden went because this fits his agenda. That's just a stupid th- way to think. But okay, especially when you look at all everything else. I said, I, I got a lot to say about this. We're not looking at the fact or and we as Americans in general are not paying to the attention to the fact that Putin does not play fair. He never has. If you look at the last six years alone, in the last six years, he's tried in the last six years, well, 2016, we know that he interfered with the election, right? It came out early, like With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. March of 2020 that he was trying to, to interfere with the 2020 elections. Um, as soon as soon as Biden uh, went into office, he started talking shit to Ukraine. He was fucking with Ukraine when Obama was in office. It was cool when Trump was in office. I'm not saying that Trump was, was cheating or anything like that. I'm just saying that like he he has there's two elections to show that he fucks with Democrats and then there's two Democratic presidents that where he gets crazy. He fucked with Crimea in 2014. He started talking shit to Ukraine in 2021. Um he for Paul Whelan, for those that have not done the research, he's asking for someone in Germany who was con- who was he was spying on Germany. He's a he's a Russian, but he's spying on Germany. He wants Germany to give up 
the person that they have in order for us to get Paul Wheatland. Yeah. Yeah. And I, don't blame, and I don't blame Germany one bit saying no, because if I was the U.S., I'd have said, listen, sorry, Brittany, but you might have to thug out these nine years because that wait, nigga wait, finna wait. let Ukraine whoop his ass if he think he finna get, you know what I'm saying, you and we ain't finna get Wayland too. But here's what I'm saying. All these people who suddenly say Wayland instead of Griner didn't have shit to say about Wayland for four years. But now when the black gay woman gets free, now they got a problem with it. I don't think they have a problem. I don't think... I'm going to speak for me then because I, okay. I can't speak for everybody else. I don't have a problem with the black gay woman being free. I got a problem that we suck at negotiating. You know what I'm saying? That we can't just say, you know what I'm saying, fuck it. Like, I don't even say that we had to get wavering. Okay. But let's make it make sense. What we gave for what we got is nowhere near in comparison. You know what I'm saying? Like, separate church from state. Like, let's be honest. There, There's no way you can say that, you know what I'm saying, it was worth letting him go, you know what I'm saying, fight in this war for whatever reason, just to satisfy America. Because truthfully, if we didn't raise hell, if, if the NBA folks weren't using their platform and all of this shit, she'd be over there doing her nine years. See, but that's where I disagree, partially. If the NBA, because you're not wrong when you say if there wasn't uproar being here, she'd be serving her, her nine years. But what I would say is, Beyond that is is that she, might she wouldn't have gotten nine years if she wasn't who she was, because Putin doesn't play fair. Right, but if Putin would have seen, right, straight up, Biden said, "Hey, she don't give a fuck what they say on this media. We don't give okay. a fuck about her." All right, now, it, it, let like, me, what what you gonna do? But stay, there. Like, but stay there. But stay there. Ain't stay there. Because here's the here here's the thing: if you're Biden. And you just pardoned all federal offenses back to like 1991 or however far back it was. You just pardoned all federal marijuana offenses. And if if she had done what she had done in the U.S. instead of in Russia, she would have been pardoned. Number one, she would have never she would not have gone to jail for nine years in the U.S. Number one, but then number two. She she would have been pardoned if this would have happened in the U.S. And you and you claim to be advocating. You're working towards decriminalizing marijuana and its usage. How can she, you justify? Go ahead. No, go ahead. How could you justify? Say your last piece, real quick. How, how can you justify, justify letting her? How can you justify letting her sit over there for nine years? Easy because if she was in America, she would not have been pardoned. 
for one, because she would not have had a felony. It's not a felony to have, you know what I'm saying? Listen, even if but she's now you're, serving, you're proving no, my point. No, no, I'm not. Because there's still a lot of people locked up for marijuana at the state level. To okay. be locked up or have charges at a federal level, you have to be a kingpin type of person. So we're not like people get this misconstrued because the state is called the United States. The states run the U.S. The government, you know what I'm saying, handles federal and world politics and, and, and issues and circumstances. So at a federal level, that's why when they said, okay, we took marijuana off of the class A narcotics list, that does not apply at the state level. At the state level, if your state or your city says that one ounce of marijuana is a, a, a felony five lowest class misdemeanor, it doesn't matter what Biden says, what anybody else says. You still have a felony. You are not pardoned. You will do your jail time. So with that being said, if she had jail time for having vapes, she would still be locked up at the state level because it's not at a federal level. She would have to have probably literally, and this is no exaggeration, 10 million of them cartridges in packages and boxes ready to distribute to have a federal charge behind it. So therefore, she still is violated the law and still would be detained for whatever the circumstances, unless she lives in a medical or recreational state for marijuana. And if she played for the Suns, meaning she lives in Arizona, last I checked, they are not medical or recreational. So it's still illegal. Mm. So therefore, if she broke the law in Russia the same way she broke the law here, don't get me wrong. I used to be a big ass pothead. You know what I'm saying? Like, is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna sit here and act like I ain't never <laughs> sold weed or, or any of that type of nature because I have, you know what I'm saying, in my past. Like, but at the end of the day, I knew the consequences that lied ahead of me if I got caught. So, therefore, unless I'm gonna do it at a federal level, there's nothing I can say or do if they come get me. Prop 207, the Safe and Smart Act passed into law in November 2020, legalized marijuana for adult personal use. For what city and state? Because that can't be for the nation. For the state of Arizona. Okay. So, therefore, she was legal in Arizona because yeah. she was personally using it. You and I don't mean she could have been in Ohio. It, no, I no. mean, truthfully, uh, wherever she flew out of, it, depending on where she flew out of, the head to Russia, because it's not guaranteed that Arizona's an international airport to to head out. Yeah, so, I, I think for me, the thing is, is that like, yeah. all I'm saying is, bro, it don't add up. Like, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? To me, she should have never been even harassed or fucked with in the first place. It was all tactics. This was all pre-planned. 
you know what I'm saying, to check her probably thoroughly or anybody of high level at this moment so we can, so you we know what I'm saying, incarcerate them and see how we can bait the U.S. to give us, you know what I'm saying, back somebody high profile for their high profile. But at the end of the day, we are the United States. This is not no, let's make a deal. You got her locked up. Well, let me say this. Once, you know, Brittany Griner was was arrested and then like some of these stories start coming out. These prisoner swaps are far, they happen far more often than we realize. Oh, no, it just doesn't doesn't happen to celebrities, WNBA players and celebrities typically. And and Merchant of Death, who's a, a, a celebrity in his own world, but hey. Yeah, that's think- the other thing I read. Like, literally, we're the only country that looks at him as a terrorist. Russia calls him a businessman, and other allies of Russia say that he's basically just a good negotiator. He's smart. He's business savvy. This is their words, not mine. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I hear you. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, when when you're playing with something like if we look at him really as a threat, knowing they don't, you can't play with that. You're playing with lives. The cost risk factor, you know what I'm saying, of lives that could be back on your front doorstep is too big for a WNBA player. You know, and, and that's another thing, too. We got to stop limiting her occupation doesn't have anything to do with it. It, it doesn't. Uh, for a black woman, for a black gay woman, for, I'm just telling you right now, for anybody that broke the law going across into Russia, unless we get an arms dealer for an arms dealer, you're about to do your time. I'm not negotiating on your behalf. I ain't got no sympathy. None of that. I feel bad for you and your family. But at the end of the day, bro, I'm not going to take the lives and bodies back on my doorstep for a trade of another person that doesn't equal up to the same. But you can't let you shouldn't let your own people rot on bullshit. Bruh, separation of church and state. I, You can't have feelings in them type of positions. You can't have sympathy in them type of positions. You know what I'm saying? That's not even about sympathy. That's the job of an American president is to protect American people. I mean, we're, we're, we're drilling it out to one person. Exactly. And that's my thing. How many times have we let one person go for a multitude. So you're telling me a multitude of deaths is worth one person. There's no way, bro. You, you're not going to slice that pie and tell me, you know what I'm saying, that, oh, this is this is worth it. This is equal. We can't put this, you know what I'm saying, into the thought of, no, bro. You, you But that's you, where, like, I'm just like, I guess that's what I just need to go ahead and say. It's, I don't give a damn if it's equal or not. Do the you right thing. I give a damn if it's equal or not, but okay. So here's my thing. We get Brittany Griner today, right? Mm-hmm. 
next week, God forbid, 25 people die from Victor Bout. How will you feel for that trade? Because it wasn't equal at this point. How do you feel? And let's say it's American people, not Ukrainian, because, you know, I ain't got no Ukrainian family. Fuck it. Let's say these are American people that die. 25 of them, from babies to grandmas and in between. And you know it came from there. You know that it happened because of that trade. How do you sit there and protect the people now? How do the people trust you to protect them now? Not worth it. My point. My, I'll answer that question with a question. What if you leave her there? And what if she dies? Knowing you have the ability to save a life. One, over the potential of more, I have to make the gut decision. Regardless hey. of the fact, because just in the same, you can say next week, 25 people don't die from him. Okay. So you can but say I thought all week. lives mattered. Huh? I thought all lives mattered. To an extent. I don't give I'm a, I'm gonna be I, I'm gonna be honest with you. No, and and I'm I almost feel like we had this conversation, you know what I'm saying, before. Every business, I always use the car business, has a life cost analysis. And the car business is the easiest one to explain. So back when me and you left the company we worked for together and mm -hmm. we went our separate ways. They had, I want to say it was a 2006 Chevy Cobalt that had a recall on it. Okay. And the reason that it had a recall is because people, and for whatever out. reason, ignition was shutting off. Hey. And they was just. Wait, wait, wait. Go back to Chevy Cobalt 2006 because it cut off. Chevy Cobalt 2006, they had a recall. Mm -hmm. And the recall, basically, they had to fix the ignition because basically the weight from people's keys was messing with the ignition to the point people were driving the cars, and they would shut off, and they would just smack it into stuff. Like, couldn't control it. Nothing you could do about it. So they made a recall to fix those emissions. But it took for so many accidents and deaths that happened before they made the recall and every every company does this before you get a recall they look at it and they say okay what will it cost us to fix this it will cost us this we put out this many vehicles so we're talking about x amount of millions how many people do we think will die because of this oh we may lose three a year what do we got to pay out? They go to the lawyers. What would we have to pay out per death? Um, well, you probably have to pay out this. If that price is less than what it costs to do the recall, guess what happens? They take the risk of paying out your death to your family on behalf of a faulty vehicle. If not, 
they make a recall and they bring all the vehicles in and fix them because it costs us too much to pay out the life or death per person that would die from this issue. So with my life, life cost analysis, I don't give a fuck who mad at me. Learn this in business school, fire my teacher then. It's not worth what it will cost for letting Brittany Griner die inside of a prison to have more people dead besides her outside of the prison. And that's just the truth of the matter. Every business, look at it like this. You know, when I analyze things, I'm always use a business approach because it applies to life. Great business analogy. And you can say all lives matter, but this, this is ain't the a business. The government's job is to protect the people. The government's the business and protect in particular. The government is a business. Cut the shit. The government's a business, bro. Listen, I get what you're trying to do. It's just the reality to it, bro. I don't get me wrong. I hate to say it, but I know if I'm not the one to be honest out of the situation, we're just gonna put out some bullshit on opinion when we know the truth is different from what we deal with. We push the agenda for her to be home as we the people, she's home. And I'm glad she's home. If I was Biden in his seat, I can't say I make the same decision because this is a business. And the life cost analysis, maybe, after I got done talking to my people, they say the life cost analysis ain't going to be as big. I make the trade. But if the life, life cost analysis is, is bigger, I do not make the trade. And that's how I make my decision. Well, and I'm we're going to agree to disagree. The life cost analysis wasn't that big. That's why he made the decision. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to agree to disagree. I told you it was going to get active. <laughs> I, wish we was, hey, I wish we was live on Facebook for this one. Just to... No, nah, I don't want no more extra comments. I don't want this one going extra hour and a half. <laughs> hey, I, this time I'll be needing I'll be needing my fans to be on my side. So Bradley, his blue collar ways ain't always right. <laughs> hey. Hey, they can tell us in the Patreon and in the Discord. Five dollars a month. What up? No. All right. Gotta get there. <laughs> Deion Sanders left Jackson State for Colorado. You he seen really that? Did leave R. Kelly for last. I'm gonna use Deion oh, for last. Of course. Deion is prime time. He, he okay. deserved to be last. But yes, I've seen that. How could you miss it? Yeah. Hey, you ain't all, know about them yams. <laughs> all the Negroes in America. Is talking about it. They've been talking about yeah for three hundred years. Okay, let's go. <laughs> you can't go to the barbershop without talking about Dion. Right, no. You can't go to church without talking about Dion. True you that. know what I'm saying? Can't go to work without talking about Dion. Most definitely. white folks happy about Dion. Black folks mad or happy? They in between about Dion. It's prime time, baby. All right. So, what's your thoughts on the situation? So, for those, let me just. For those that may not know who we're talking about, Deion Sanders, primetime NFL player. He played baseball too, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm just only, sure. only person to play in a World Series and a, a Super Bowl. Right, 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 right. That's what he got over Bo Jackson because Bo Jackson did both too, right? But he didn't play 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we got prime time. <laughs> you know, he's a Hall of Famer. He better be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he is. He, I'm sure he, he is. He gotta be. Prime time. Anyway. Anyway, a couple years ago, he took a job with Jackson State University, which is an HBCU down in Mississippi. Jackson. And <laughs> and he is leaving Jackson, Mississippi, to take a job with uh, Colorado, University of Colorado. Uh, rumors are Why did that, that he uh, Jackson State was paying him $300,000 a year. And Colorado's going to pay him $6 million a year. What's your thoughts? Listen. <laughs> the, the best part is, I know exactly where Fred about to go with this. <laughs> it's prime time. And I don't see nothing wrong in what he did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know people hollering about, oh, he got the number one recruit in the nation last year, and now he up and gone. You crazy if you think he ain't got no space for that number one recruit in the nation. Mm-hmm. But you do you know, know why they're saying that? Why they're saying you know, what? About what flipping? The, the underlying what? problem of that is, okay, so the underlying problem that people have is that he's leaving NHBCU. Historically Black College yeah. University, for those that, that may not know what that acronym means. The, right. the issue is, is that, you know, man, we need to be helping our HBCUs. We need to be lifting them up. I agree with that. Go ahead. Because I feel you like agree with what? Same thing, that we need to be helping out our HBCUs. Did you see Jackson State Field before primetime got there? Nope. You remember Three Six Mafia song, Ball Head, Scalawag, ain't got mm-hmm. no hair in the back. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what that motherfucker looked like. Okay, yep. You know who paid to turf that mug and have it looking all brutal? Sure don't. Prime time. Okay, so I believe it. We want to talk about mm-hmm. say giving that back thing. to HBCUs, right? Say that thing. Mm-hmm. You about to say the same thing. But who else gave a helping dollar towards the different things that primetime changed? Yeah. Besides primetime. And this goes for the alumni, the faculty, the, the sponsors, the, you know what I'm saying, um, boosters. Mm-hmm. This goes for everybody. In Jackson, Mississippi. Let me help you that, out. That wants to support an HBCU. Let me help you out. He he accepted that job. Well, rumors came out that he was accepting that job on a Sunday. And he accepted it on a Monday. But the Saturday prior to that, my whole Facebook feed, my whole Facebook feed. Damn, Michigan beat Ohio State. Go Buckeyes. Go Wolverines. You know, the Michigan, everything with Michigan, but a red X instead of the letter M. The whole thing. Everybody was all want to simp for the HBCUs and everybody want to support them and, and, and criticize Dion. 
But literally 48 hours prior to the announcement, y'all all repping sweaters and and, and, and t-shirts and hoodies and hats and, and full on, you know, sweatsuits and all of that. Changing y'all Facebook profile pictures and Twitter profile pictures to the name of Michigan, Ohio State, and your favorite Power Five school, Power Five conference school, all that. And the point that I'm making is, is that you ain't got to support an HBCU just because Dion there. You can support them because you want to support them. But they don't. And, and, and it kind of goes back to the same stuff we talk about voting all the time. Me and you had a conversation about about term limits, right, and, and, yep. and age limits. And and the point that I made in that argument was is that you don't need that if people just pay attention and vote and vote them out. Why do we need rules? <laughs> we can already just vote them out. So the point is that you can put your energy into that stuff now. Because I tell you one thing, I like my job, but let somebody come and offer 2,000% more. Is that number even right? I don't even know. It don't matter. 20 it's times a, more. <laughs> let, somebody, let somebody offer me a salary 20 times more than what I'm making. I got to go. Hey, and, and I'm right there with you, but let's let's take out the salary aspect and let's get back to the support aspect. Because mm-hmm. I looked it up on attendance average in 2018 at JSU. Okay. There was 90,000 people. On average, 24,000 people came to them games. Wait, wait. You said 90,000 students and 24,000 attended games? 90,000 people, like fans. Not even students, just all together fans, 90,000. 24,000 other fans attended basically on a regular basis. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like it was on it was on average about 24,000 people, but it was 90,000 people in all that had visited or came to games within total, which averaged out to about 24,000 people a game. The way they oh, did that. their home games averaged yeah. 24,000. Okay. Got it. Per- okay. For the season. Okay. Dion gets there. Opening day of ticket sales. Not only is there over hundreds of people, the line is wrapped around the building. Okay. Not only is the line wrapped around the building, but in total, we're talking attendance of 247,000 people for a home game with an average. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That number can't be right. Okay. So I'm, go ahead, for, for the, I'm saying the same way I total said for the 90,000 for the season. Total for the season. So, for they, the season. so it almost tripled in one season. Okay. And you're talking about 40, around 47, 50,000 people, you know, so on average in attendance. That math don't make don't that math ain't math. I I'll look it up, send it to you, you can fix it. But basically what I'm saying <laughs> is before DI, you motherfuckers won't come into no goddamn games. Mm-hmm. Y'all didn't care about HBCUs. Mm-hmm. So how is Dion the savior all of a sudden? Yeah. For HBCUs. Not only that, I found out something interesting because I didn't even know. 
if we that concerned, I ain't even a Buckeye fan. Y'all know I'm go blue till I die. But that boy Eddie George, he was a Titan. That's my dog because I'm a Titans fan. Mm -hmm. He coached at Tennessee State University. Hmm. Mm. He been to a Super Bowl. Hmm. Mm. He had an HBCU. Hmm. Mm. Why they numbers ain't up? Why they attendance ain't there? Why why ain't Eddie George got SWAT playing on ESPN yet? Because Dion got him on ESPN. They ain't televised SWAT games until Dion came. So you mad Dion gone, but what about everything Dion did? What about everything he gave y'all with no support? The money he put back in out of his check. And you want to talk about Dion? And, and, and I mean, to me, it's as simple as the money. Somebody offer you 20 times more money than what you're making. Dion said it ain't about the money. He said he been making money. And I'm going to tell you now. When you in an Aflac commercial with Nick Saban, bitch, you making money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you making good money now. That's that, true. That endorsement money, that's fine. That's true. I give you that. I will give you but that. But not only that, if you've been paying attention, prime time ain't coming over there to Colorado on no bullshit. I don't know if you've seen his uh, meeting with the with the current team. I ain't seen it. Talking about some heat. Yeah. He told him, bro. He said, hey, I'm coming. But how about even this, to your point? It ain't about the money. We just talked about Dion. The only man to play him for Super Bowl and the World Series. Do you know what it's like to say I'm about to go play for prime time? Not even that. Not even that. Not even that. You want to win. Facts. Being in a Power 5 conference, the way college football works, you ain't in a Power 5 conference. You, you, can't, you ain't going to go to the playoffs. No matter how good you do. No matter how good you play. You ain't going to know. You might go to a low-end bowl game. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Because that's just the way the college football work. And if you want to be the best, I'm, I don't know, man. I get it. What hey. I, I, I'm going on tangents. Here's what I want to say about it. You can still support and help elevate HBCUs whether or not Dion is there. And if you're not going to do it, okay. But don't act like it's Dion's responsibility. That's what I'm saying. No, and, and you're totally right because uh, I, I listened to your your man, Dr. Umar, wrong. Um, no, why they got to be my man? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, I fuck with him too, but I know you, you like him heavy, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I do? I mean, far as I know, you you be you be on this shit sometimes, so. I use his gifts, but, but go ahead. <laughs> but he was on Breakfast Club, you know what I'm saying, and, and he was trying to blame Dion. I think he did wrong for that. Man, he you know what I'm saying? It ain't it ain't 
only Dion job, and I feel like Charlemagne said it right. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Eddie George over there at Tennessee State. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody flocking over there. You know what I mean? But one thing I also want to say is that boy Dion ain't playing. He done told the old Colorado team to hit the transfer portal because he's bringing his own bags. And basically ain't no room for them there. And if they ain't the type of players that's ready to get down and compete, they might as well go because what's been happening over the last decade or two ain't finna happen no more. Yeah. And, and he and he's serious. He got must quit head coaching jobs coming over. He then took out one of Alabama's coaches to be a wide receiver coach. I mean, no, uh defensive coordinator. Yeah. His, his I, I heard that coach, coach ain't good issue. though, but whatever. Who? He's still stagnant. The the guy that they that he poked off the uh, Alabama staff, but it don't matter. Right. Bruh man pulling you can say what you want. Bruh man pulling some heat. He is the who staff, he is. The staff that he building over there already. And then on top of it, if you look at it, it's so many kids in the transfer portal right now and it's reaching out. He can't even take them all. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, but bro finna have some year one. They probably gonna go eight and three or something. Just make a little noise. They might. Now they nah, ain't no might. They gonna come with it. One thing well, about Dion, he ain't playing with you. Yeah, but you don't know what he's working up against in that conference. And I think the team that he's taking over is one and twelve. See, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I mean, he got like USC in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he, it's a couple. Wait, no, I thought USC is in the Big Ten. Oh, no, they're coming to the Big Ten soon. That's what. Yeah, they're coming right, to the Big Ten. We, 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 but yeah, so, nah, yeah, <laughs> nah, he's going to do great. But it's the opportunity that he's going to be able to get these kids. You know what I'm saying? Even the ones that he's already recruited, they're going to have a little space over there. And half of these kids playing today, 25, 26, 27 anyway. So, man, get off the Like, let's go. Go Buffs. Well, let's, let's go to the Pied Piper of R&B. <laughs> Pied Piper, boy, that boy bad. You know, all right. So, here's what happened, y'all. I admit it. Sneakily dropped on Friday, which was the new R. Kelly album. Went around social media fast. I had the chance to listen to three songs on it called I Admit It Part One, I Admit It Part Two, and I Admit It Part Three. I sent it to Fred. I said, make sure you listen to this whole album. We're going to talk about it on this episode. I went back to look for it to listen to uh, some of it again, and it was gone. It's on YouTube, just so you know. Okay. 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 I did not know that, but um, later that day, it came out that where Sony said that it was a bootleg, that it was an unauthorized release. Um, I know R. Kelly's your man's. I'm gonna let you have it. Well, I gotta tell you, I really didn't get to hear much of it. I heard part of part one, and I heard you know parts of a couple other tracks, and it sounded like some heat. Okay. I'm gonna be honest with you. We already had the the podcast episode in the in the back in the day. Mm -hmm. Back in February, separating the art from the artist. Separate the art from the artist. So I stand on what I say. I don't give a fuck what he did in this 
personal spare time and free time, that music, that shit hit. And some of the views that I've seen on, on Facebook, they say the same thing. There's some heat. You know what I'm saying? It's fire. Like, and, and truthfully, I think people took that whole I admit shit and went far because if you listen to the words and listen to them carefully and the way he play on the words, he's saying he did some shit. He ain't necessarily say they was underage. You know what I'm saying? He ain't necessarily say he raped anybody. Now, you, you might have heard something in, you know, the other half of part one and part two, three, whatever. I didn't hear him verbatim say that I slept with somebody underage or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm rape these folks uh you know what i'm saying I, he didn't hit you know what i'm saying his lady best friend you know what i'm saying sister daughter cousin auntie tracy whatever but he never said you know what i'm saying now he he said something about you know what i'm saying the parents bringing them the kids to mm-hmm. him yeah but he basically said y'all just looking for money and you know what i'm saying mad because it ain't working out the way y'all y'all playing he never said he did anything per se to you know presume he's guilty in what he's going through you know what i'm saying he's mm-hmm. just saying that hey quit bringing them to me because the re- the response or the reaction that y'all was looking for ain't gonna be what y'all get mm-hmm. in so many words from what i heard okay you know so at the end of the day, though, like I told you when you first sent it to me, ah, it's probably not him. You know what I'm saying? It's probably some BS, somebody made up because this shit with this internet nowadays is just, you don't know for sure. And I went and found it. I said, yeah, see, Sony already said that they don't even know how this shit got out, let alone, you know what I'm saying, it being him. They've confirmed that. Somebody had, no, they didn't confirm that it, that it wasn't him. They no, said his, it was his lawyer, released. No, his lawyer even said if, if you know what I'm saying that it wasn't her client that that released that or did that it. Now, released it. Well, but that, that is not thing. his voice. From my understanding, those are SoundCloud tracks that have been released years prior, so they've already been out there. But if you're not a person that go and get your music from SoundCloud and different things, you wouldn't know that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, from my understanding, this ain't no. No fresh Sony, bars. Sony had the music. Sony had the music. Here's what probably happened, and we just don't know. Somebody else had their last day. They said, "Fuck this job." Hit sin. Put the computer down. <laughs> Walk out. Yeah, that's that, your that's what you would hope, but nah, I don't think that's the case because Sony. I'm pretty sure there it has to go through a process before just being released for shit like that because leaks has been so big in the past you know what i'm saying there even if you hit submit there's probably something there sends onto a back end where somebody has to approve the submission before it's released for those simple reasons i mean it, it ain't gonna we, be that simple bro. we want to think that it's that simple but i know how easy it is to upload a podcast yeah and that's different and then on top of it i think i just sent you a cat who hit r kelly kevin hart 
and like four other different celebrities in the same sentence, you can't sit here. Because one thing I can tell you as a Pine Piper fan, the runs, the high notes, the exaggeration wasn't there. And I ain't heard an album of R. Kelly. Find me one, and I dare anybody, find me one where he ain't got the runs, high notes somewhere on a track, you know what I'm saying, the exaggeration where he drag a song out. Nah, see, but you can't use that, though, because any singer, the mood, the space that they're in affects how they perform their songs. Anything. This nigga, I don't care what space he in. You can't say that though, because Bro, he's I'm never recorded you. an album. Here's here's the thing. You don't, you don't have to. If that was here's the case, the we'd be he'd be sounding like Akon and locked up. Like no, Bro, now you're just, recording from a jail phone. You're going way off to a place that doesn't make sense. Number one, number two. It's been four days. If it wasn't him, Sony would have came out by now and said, "This is not him. This is fake." It, that, that just would have happened. That just no. would have happened by now if it no. wasn't actually his voice. Not um, necessarily because they've washed his hands with him. The only reason Sony came out and said nothing, they're not tied to the royalties that that shit was finna make. They're not tied to any. They are. They of, own all his publishing. Bro, that right there wasn't released under Sony. So therefore, they don't own that. You know what I'm saying? It was. Like, it was under. The, the distributor, which is under Sony. That's why Sony is the one that came out and said this is an unauthorized release. Bro, that is not why. It's literally Bro. because they weren't going to get paid from it. And the only reason Sony owns all his music is because he wanted to own his masters and they knew how much bread they was losing. Bro was worth like $900 million, you He know was never saying? worth that much money. 900000 or whatever it was. But no, <laughs> you're crazy. Hold on. He was never, he was had a, a, a value. We did this before. His, his net worth was like 2 million before everything went down. But anyway, that's not even like the point. I got the chance to listen to, I admit it, part one, parts one through three. I got to listen through them one time. It was about 20 minutes of listening between the three songs. And the things that you said earlier, about the songs are true. He never said anything in those songs that would have outright incriminated him. Gar absolutely, the title I admitted is 100% clickbait. You know, a lot of that was like, you know, I admit, I don't know, I can't read, I'm paraphrasing. Again, I did not get a chance to get a full listen uh, to the full album and really dissect it the way I wanted to. Um, I, I, but you know, he, a lot of it was clickbait. It was, you know, I admit I've made some mistakes. Yeah, you know, I, I admit that I don't own my masters. Uh, but there was a part where he said, you know, I admit that I like him young, but how does that make me a pedophile? Uh, and again, I'm paraphrasing. I didn't get a chance to listen to it in full. Um, all in all, it, it felt incredibly tone deaf. To listen to the three parts of I of I admit it. Um, you know, I can if you can stomach it, you know, I know, yeah, you know, I'm not uh, I know how people feel about R. Kelly by and large at this point. 
if you can stomach it and you happen to listen to it, I'm not even going to say listen to the whole album. I think it's worth it to some degree to hear those three songs. I would love to listen to it again, not because I it wasn't necessarily like a banger or anything like that, just to listen to him tell his side of the story, so to speak. It's worth it to listen to it. Whether or not, I'm not saying that you're going to necessarily feel sympathy for him or he's not going to, if, if you don't, you know, if, if you hate him, it's it's not going to make you change your mind if you love them. It's not going to make you change your mind, to be quite honest. Um, but it was tone deaf. I think that's the best way that I can that I can call that. I don't think there's a better way that I can I can do that. You know, a lot of it was like you know, and and again, I paraphrase. A lot of it was, you know, people are turning on me, and I need them to. You know, stand with me right now, um, I, bro. Like, you know, Fred said the best. You know, separating the art from the artist, which is what we talked about back in February, and, and we've had a lot of conversations regarding separating the art from various artists ever since. Um, I, I don't think that. It did not serve to help him in any capacity to have that album released. And whoever... I feel like folks like, that's it. like you said, Insomnia or whatever had a release because, like I told you, but Rubman been beaten. He beat the shit in Chicago. They finna appeal the shit, you know what I'm saying, from New York. Like, it was a jab and attempt to try to keep him in there, you know what I'm saying? Because they're going to have to give him a shit back once the shit's overturned. You got witnesses talking about, you know, they was paid for testimonials and shit like that. So I, I do feel like it might have been a jab to keep bro in there longer, for real, for real. The problem with that logic is that if it's an unauthorized release, it would not be allowed to be used in a court of law. And even if it were, from the little bit that I heard, there's nothing that could make him look bad. To me, it only makes Sony look bad, which is why I think that it was somebody bad at the company. I mean, it may be, but, you know, all we can do is wait and see if it play out or if there's any more to it. You know what I mean? But, I mean, I yeah. feel where you're coming from. I mean, it was just it was just crazy to see it out there. <laughs> hey, listen, if nothing else, the memes that we got for that one day. Memes, there was a, the, the posts, the comments, all of it. There was a meme that, that had, it was a picture of Lucius Lyon from Empire recording a rap <laughs> album in jail. <laughs> and they said, this is our Kelly recording. <laughs> uh, hey, they made hella jokes on my dog, but. Bro, bro. Hey, I'm going to tell you now, so though. Fast. I, I want to see what the streams and views because low-key, I know somebody almost caught a bag off that bitch. Nigga, if Sony didn't come out and say nothing, somebody was going to be paid off Kells, bro. That, and that's why I think, like, that's what I'm thinking, like, it's got to be somebody trying to screw over Sony because if you could release, if you, if, if you could say, I got this file right here 
I got art, bro, bro. It just clicked in my head just now. There is for anybody that plays Grand Theft Auto. There's a whole ass like series of missions on Grand Theft Auto Online. It's been it's been out there for like the last year. You can get the game. You can play it right now. Where somebody stole a thumb drive from Dr. J, and you got to recover it, and you got to go through these whole series of missions to get the, his unreleased music back. Mm. Literally, like I literally just thought of this just now. If I actually want to steal it for a bag, I'm not going to upload it to the stream because the stream is connected to Sony. Sony's going to get that bag. Yeah. I'm going a, I'm to a sell it to somebody else on the private side. Hey, I got this. That <laughs> get a hot probably two mil. so hard, even on the dark web. That shit probably hard as fuck to try to sell. The only way you could have did is give an up-and-coming artist that shit and let them re, no. re, re-indition no. it. Like. <laughs> no, you know what you do? You sell it for crypto. That's what you would have tried to do. And that's why I keep coming back to somebody was trying to screw over Sony because you can't make R. Kelly look worse than what he looked. And you ain't going to make no money uploading it to Spotify and Apple because that money is going to go to where it belongs. Somebody trying to mess up with Sony. Somebody was mad as hell. It's the last day. I'm going to teach you. My, my, you know, some people just write bad Google and Yelp reviews on their last day. Go Google who <laughs> just left Sony. Get start a whole conspiracy that that motherfucker's the one that did it. Shit. <laughs> that's got to listen. That's what makes sense to me, man. Yeah, we're a little over an hour on that. Oh, bro, we, 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 I told you we had three topics. I told you it was gonna go in. You ain't think we was. I told you it was gonna go in. Yeah, we went in hard on the BG than we did on the other two. I thought, shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well, shit. Um. Fred, it's Mr. Humble underscore beginnings on Instagram and Fred Scott on Facebook. I'm Brad Robinson 86 on Twitter. Brad Robinson 1986 on YouTube. No, I'm not on YouTube. Don't follow me on YouTube. I ain't got nothing there. But on, <laughs> on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. You can follow the show up What's Happening. Um, check out the link tree for all our social medias to find us wherever you get podcasts and to check out our Patreon. Five bucks a month listen to this episode of Afri. Now, I know you heard a couple ads through this little long episode right here because we went in. We went in. I don't know how long it's going to be when I cut it down, but I got a feeling it's going to be an hour five, hour ten. It ain't going to be 52 like it was last week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, but hey, check us out on the Patreon. You can get an ad free. You can not watch. You can watch us on video, which is also ad free. You get a whole bunch of extra stuff. When we do merch, you're going to get a discount on the merch you get first access to the merch you get everything check us out on the patreon join us jump in that discord help us out help us grow leave us five star rating and a review wherever you get your podcast and we'll see y'all next week peace